0: Ball. This is Earspoon.
1: You're home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Earspoon. I am Fish. And I'm Steve. Hey, welcome back. Thanks. Yeah, we, we took last week off. Um, Uh, basically because I lost the podcast that we had recorded Uh. and, um, so that's why we didn't, uh, we didn't publish last week and I apologize. And I wasn't here. Yeah. And Steve was in Ireland. Oh, so I'm told. Do I love Ireland? Do you? Ask me, ask me. Uh, maybe after, maybe another podcast. (laughs) Since (laughs) I (laughs) already know. Steve went and fell in love with, uh, fell in love with Ireland.
0: It might have been the best week of my life, to be really? honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have to compare my when my son was born. A few yeah, other and special that, moments, but that,
1: that's got to be up there. Clay's, I, a, Clay's a good egg. Yeah,
0: I, and we're not here to talk about Ireland, but I could if if you wanted me to.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you were only there. how long were you there? A week? Uh,
0: nine days total. Nine seven, days? seven on the ground, two of them traveling. But yeah. All over the west and, and County Clare and Kerry and others, and uh, I've never seen anything like it. As a guy who's never been off this continent, this is my first trip to another country other than Canada and and Mexico, Mm -hmm. it was life altering. And again, I'm still processing the whole thing, but what an awesome, awesome place that is.
1: So, yeah, and, and this is how I figured out what day Steve was coming back. I mean, he had told me. I had forgotten. And then uh, I saw some pictures of the uh, Kavanaugh protest downtown, and there he is. I was like, oh, okay, right. He's back. <laughs> That's well, right. He, he did say he was coming in late. I remember was, that. Day. Oh, I was pretty jet-lagged at that thing. Yeah. So, but I kind of
0: felt like, especially as a man and as a white man, to show up for those moments and, and for – you know to push back on the patriarchy it was uh, it, just to show up and be counted was enough yeah. even though i was you
1: know half and in when the you bag. see the word patriar- pa- pa- patriarchy patriarchy uh, spelled out mm. it's uh, it's a, it's a it's a hard word to to visualize when it's spelled out on a piece of paper it looks as ugly as it sounds it, <laughs> it really really <laughs> is hey we want to uh, thank our sponsors uh, for mm-hmm. uh, for bringing us to you each and every week series natural remedies and, uh, and of course, Mocha Joe's Coffee. Thanks. All right. So uh, since the time you left and came back, uh, <laughs> oh, there's a lot, lot went on. And I, I know that you probably spent a uh, week on that continent completely uh, ignorant in bliss.
0: I saw from afar the Kavanaugh stuff yeah. and was grateful, really grateful to not zero in on it. You know, I knew semi sort of what was occurring and I knew that this, you know, and by contrast, Nothing like that was happening in Ireland. Yeah, people were aware of what was happening here, but there, that is not a principal focus. You told them that you
1: weren't Protestant, right? You told them that
0: you I told Protestant. them that I wasn't anything. You know, <laughs> largely it was. It was. I have to say, and again, you got to redirect me in this conversation. But mm-hmm. the contrast of the just the feeling, this is feeling there, standing there, talking to a human being, it's so different. Yeah. People are so easy going.
1: You know, it's a a country that uh, often uh, is just kind of run pure.
0: Well, it's it's something to be said for having an ancient culture, living on the same island a long time. But the Kavanaugh stuff I was aware of, and immediately upon returning, uh, my buddy Scott picked picked us up at the airport. Thank him for that. uh, And wanted to talk about it so bad (laughs) because he hadn't talked to me about it all week. And immediately it was like, I just feel my blood boiling.
1: I know. Just leave me alone. My Guinness, my shirt is still stained with Guinness. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever have a Guinness in the States again. Why would you? Uh, I mean, they try. But I've I've, I've had... uh, I've had. I've never been to Ireland, mm. but I've had Guinness that was just just over the pond, and it, the taste difference just to, from it being in proximity. Mm. I so thought that was a myth, but I, I'm here to say that it is no myth. No, it is pretty profoundly different. And I wanted to go uh, desperately to mm. some of those pubs that supposedly pump it in right from the brewery wow. through the underground t- um, piping.
0: The, they say the closer you are to Dublin, the better it tastes. And yeah. I was in the west, so I didn't get near Dublin while we were there. So another <laughs> time, another time. <laughs> anyway <laughs> another trip
1: another trip so um here's the 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 front part of the podcast anyway that, that I would like to uh, drill into and and that's the uh, the likes of uh, those who basically should uh, vote party line those who break party line and say that they're not going to vote uh, party line and then vote party line uh who am I talking about here so let, <laughs> le- let let's let's uh' <coughs> Let's basically uh, start out with Joe Manchin, member of the Democratic Party, right? <laughs> sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Supposedly. has it runs with a D in front of his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and theoretically, the, the idea that was that he voted to um, confirm Kavanaugh uh, was because he he lives and runs in a deep red state And he would never win I, And I find it hard to believe that we're going to find many Democrats Who are going to re-vote, um, you know, re-elect this man uh, Unless, of course, he goes on his own raping spree And does a whole bunch Ooh. of sexual assaults and all that That seems to be the only way that you can get re-elected Or appointed back into an office Oy. As of re- That seems to be the prerequisite now mm. for uh, For winning an office You basically have to grab him right by the pussy and uh, be okay mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, I can hear. You know, hey, welcome, welcome back. I was going to say, you
0: know, I can I can hear and feel the rage in your voice, and I mm-hmm. get it too because that's part of what the reentry to the country was. Mm-hmm. And to see, it's not just the specifics—who's on the Supreme Court or any of these particular political machinations—but what I what I find the most shocking is like we are debasing ourselves. Like right. we have reached the point where not only where we're you know giving a pass to the to the uh, uh, Roy Moores and Donald Trumps of the world like you know pretty pretty just demonstrated predators of sorts but we're also now saying you know that the it's it's pure power politics the the ruling party that has control of seemingly all three branches of government is basically saying and I mean this gently Fuck you. Fuck you and take it. And this rapacious, and I use that word advisedly, this rapacious approach to pinning down, as we've seen in that political cartoon, pinning down Lady Liberty and covering her mouth is precisely. That was harsh.
1: That was one of the more harsh cartoons I've Because
0: it's pretty accurate. And this rapish and rapacious mindset that Republicans can justify and, you know, conservative women can justify is horrifying in a way that basically, to me, says this country is toast. You know, unless something changes in a dramatic way, at least in my lifetime, I can't see uh, a, a uh, a, I see this as an in, as an injury too deep to really rehabilitate anytime soon. Right,
1: and you know, so here and and I've been trying to find somebody that kind of asked the question. Um, they're basically saying, so when the uh, when the blue surge comes in November, I'm not right? confident. Yeah, I am, and I'm with you. Mm. And maybe it's just because I literally saw. An an asshole with a long red tie become the president of the United States. uh, You know, I mean, I might be that level of jaded at this point to believe that the American people can stand up and do the right thing anymore uh, because they bore so easily. Mm -hmm. uh, They leave so much to chance so easily and recklessly, I might add, uh, that they can't even do the littlest thing like get out and freaking vote. Well, I'll, I'll say this just so it's said and it's on
0: the record as of whatever the date is today. Um, I believe that this is a conscious October 9th. M- thank you. Right. A conscious John Lennon's birthday. Oh, yeah. A conscious move toward uh, overt fascism. In other words, I see each of these attempts are trial balloons of sorts to subvert and bypass basic rule of law, basic, you know, uh, the, the idea that we have to agree as a populist as a democracy—it's really like basically fuck you, bend over and take it. And I see this. All we need is some catalyzing moment, some unexpected, some terror event or some sort of subversion. I'm not even convinced we'll have an election come early November. Yeah, because if they sh- run the risk of losing ugh. control of the Senate and the Congress, God forbid. You know, I mean, these—this is the level of depravity I, d- I detect from this that side oh, of yeah, the Oh, yeah. Just
1: watch Mitch you know? McConnell, who won on some kind of a uh, a thing about talking about uh, what Joe Biden did in the '90s Please. with the the confirmation of Clarence Thomas and basically saying that we won't, um, we wouldn't in this case uh, bring a, a, a Supreme Court justice up to do this, and, and you know, and and Mitch McConnell was just going on and on about you oh, let's not forget that he said this, and let's mm-hmm. not forget he said that, but you know, there's a difference between saying it in the abstract mm-hmm. and then actually doing it. Other than the
0: unseen masters and controllers of Mitch McConnell, I can't think of a person more despicable than Mitch McConnell and and who has done more damage to this democracy and to this country in recent times. I can't think of anyone that comes close, and I include Donald Trump and Paul Ryan and all the notable assholes. Mitch McConnell is a dark, dark heart. Oh, God, yeah. And has no interest, no interest in the needs of massive amounts of people only his special people that provide him the money and his impetus and his so-called conservative creeps these are not conservatives this you know anyway i get off about that but I, mitch mcconnell is perhaps the darkest force oh, in america oh, today oh
1: god he's just as black as 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 desert midnight i mean just honest to god i just oh what a soulless fucking plebe that is roaming our goddamn planet. And I can see
0: Donald Trump as just a car crash of a person, just a a psychiatric nightmare. But this guy, this guy is purposeful. He is sociopathic. He's a calculated asshole. And he is doing these things consciously, and you know what private conversations must be like. And they're owning the libs. I open up the news the first day we're back here after I'm waking up, and it says, uh, uh, Donald Trump enjoys winning streak or something like that. And I'm thinking, really, two years later, two years later, we're talking about Trump winning streaks? The things that have occurred haven't been enough to just smite this guy it's and have the entire country reject it. And there's half a country here. I'm telling you, and I wouldn't even say half, but there's a good chunk, literally millions, who can't see past this facade, who can't see actuality, who can't see consensual reality and still support it.
1: And I am absolutely aghast. So here, let's bring it back to Joe Manchin. This is where this conversation started Ah, to launch off to about five minutes ago. (laughs) Joe Manchin, Democrat, and uh, up for re-election here in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's the end game there? Because the one thing I keep yelling at my wife about is that anything that you see unfold is calculated. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's run through an algorithm and this is how it's going <laughs> to this is how it's going to end up. So, Joe yeah. Manchin basically just stuck a fork in his democratic political career.
0: I don't know. See, here's the thing. We're in the land of who can say, right? The things that were typically predictably true are no longer true. Joe Manchin is going on the assumption that, you know, and probably reading numbers and reading poll numbers in West Virginia, where there's a sizable size of of, a sizable number of of Trump supporters. Mm -hmm. So he may be just sort of playing that
1: line and saying, well, maybe I can get some crossover votes here but I mean he had to get crossover votes in order to get elected into right. such a red state to begin with I can't believe honest to god short of this guy committing some sort of a sexual assault that he is electable because uh, that's again I'm just going to go mm-hmm. back to it I think it's about the only thing that gets people elected now mm-hmm. oh so oh so you've 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 molested how many women oh you're in right you don't worry about it we'll take care of the voting thing
0: and also bringing it back to this blue tsunami blue wave thing that yeah. also means I mean so that the the pitch of the Senate, you know, again is so is very very close. So if if Mansion loses that Democratic seat, any gains got, and potentially uh, better O'Rourke and, uh, over Ted Cruz and a few yeah. other notable races, it's hard to know. I mean, I think the House is is likely to go blue, uh, but uh, I've still been dreaming of the Senate. It's a bit of a long shot, but I still I think this might be. Here is what I feel like. Come this vote in November, it's make or break it time for this country. Yeah. No, this
1: is where you can get up and you can stop this bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. This this is where you, you get to twist the tourniquet. One half turn right, right here, mm-hmm. right now, right. that effectively saves the lives of everybody who calls themselves a United <laughs> States citizen,
0: or just humanity in general, because it could get worse from there. Yeah. And you know, meanwhile, if only Susan Collins was running in 2018, if yeah. only.
1: Well, yeah, well, you know. All right, so let, let's drill into her. So Joe Manchin, I think, basically just took a gun to his head. Well, there's that famous guy who just couldn't take it anymore, shot himself in front of a oh. in front of God and country oh, uh, yeah. on the TV years and years ago. Uh, on the TV. Uh, all right, so let's uh, l- l- let me let me before we get into Susan Collins, let me just mm. uh, throw out a friendly fuck you to Jeff Flake. Nice. All right, you can honest to God, you can take a 12 a foot two by four and you can just shove it up your ass sideways. <laughs> all right, Met- metaphor. You no actually? Yeah, actually, I'm gonna just I'm gonna attach it to some big mm-hmm. American car and just drive it right up his ass. Because uh-huh. him, I've got no use for. It. Don't oh. you dare fucking pretend like you're going to sit back and do the right thing and you're not even running for re-election and this asshole literally came out and said that there is no currency his exact words, no currency into crossing the aisle anymore and the only reason that he had gone this deep into the conversation with everybody was because he wasn't running for re-election. The only reason that he had toyed around with not confirming Kavanaugh was because he was not running for re-election. Now Here he is, not running for re-election, trying to desperately do the right thing, mm-hmm. being deeply affected in in that. And you could see it on that man's face mm-hmm. that when he got accosted—accosted is a bad word—when he got approached in the elevator mm-hmm. by those two women who were uh, victims of sexual assault, you could see in his eyes, in his face, in his body language, like, holy shit, what am I doing here? I've got a chance to, mm. to really do something positive oh, yeah. before I leave office. Quite a and, chance. And, and this is this is this is my chance. This is where I truly could stand up to and say to the Me Too movement, I, I hear you mm-hmm. and and I, I vote to be on the right side of history on that. And then you don't. Mm-hmm. All right? So yeah, right, right. Go, go fuck yourself. I don't fucking care about you. You can rot in hell for all I give a shit. And then Susan Collins. Mm. Let's talk about that one. Mm. All right? And, and the fact that she made some big, long, impassioned speech about why she uh, voted to confirm him. Right. Exactly. Oh, thank you. Because my wife was like, wow, you should have heard Susan Collins' speech. And I literally no. went, you know what? Fuck her.
0: Yeah, kind of.
1: You know, just uh, she can go straight to goddamn hell. I could give two shits about her. And the only reason she's rolling the dice on this right now is because she thinks that people in Maine are going to stay two years stupid around this. And she may be freaking right. Yeah, the calculus
0: towards stupid has actually been very effective. And those who are betting on stupid in the last couple of years, three years, are, are actually coming out ahead. So, stupid is becoming a very reliable variable in our country. It really
1: is. And what have I, I've often said that this country becomes two weeks dumb. Yeah. Big heinous things like the Vegas shooting. The Vegas shooting took three weeks for us to forget about. Well, what do you mean it can't have bump stocks? Right. Well, what do you need them for? Because they make guns go bang, 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 real quick. Mm. Well, do you really need it? I mean, look, I get it. I mean, we're talking about one isolated incident where a guy used a bump a, uh, a bump stock to gun down a bunch of people. But why? Why is it necessary to have one? You know, and and how come after a month later <laughs> you're up in arms because Governor Scott? Is signing legislation years or afterwards that when we avoided the uh, Fairhaven um, mm-hmm. shooting up in mm-hmm. Vermont here, uh, Governor Scott basically signed legislation that basically uh, outlawed certain magazine clips and did the baby steps. Uh, one could argue that they're useless steps, and maybe they were, but they're steps nonetheless. And they take right. the they they take the conversation towards a slightly different narrative.
0: Oh, it's all reframing and all of this that we're talking about is reframing. As a matter of fact, in the middle of all this Kavanaugh stuff, and again, I was blissfully unaware of so much of it. Mazel tov. If people would pay attention to what actually occurred underneath the veil of this mm-hmm. story, right. my God. The mm-hmm. stuff that was exposed about Trump and his father, the stuff that, was that you know, God knows the, the Mueller investigation continues. Major, major stories have occurred and are, are occurring underneath the veil of this distraction, this bright, shiny object, and they're massive. And where where is all of this so it doesn't take much for people to reframe or to get get lost in the sauce when in fact underneath everything and under you know we can we can talk about and i'm glad we're talking about the me too movement and sexual assault and so forth but that's salacious and gets people's attention when the more mundane more boring stuff is is also really awful yeah but
1: doesn't get the attention and meanwhile while you were asleep trump decides he's going to uh to um, just basically take that piece of legislation that said uh, insane people can't own guns that Obama signed. Remember that, that yeah. piece of legislation yeah. basically said, no, nope, they can own them now. I'm going to well, sign that with my big he's stupid He's an agent erratic. of chaos. I mean, this is yeah. what's
0: happening. And I think we're seeing this. And again, we can bring this back to the full conversation about what happened around this vote and Kavanaugh and all that. But – if you rattle the cage, if you shake things up, and you're good at staying cool in the shakeup, mm-hmm. you profit. And that's Trump's MO from the get-go. What he does is he comes in and creates havoc. And from that, he comes out unscathed, refuses to participate in a lot of ways. And this is sort of what the Republicans are learning is this is a, a smash-and-grab approach to politics. right? And so they are coming in, they are, they are wreaking havoc, creating chaos, and benefiting.
1: You know, exactly.
0: and the and the Democrats and it's checkers and chess, and the Democrats as an opposition party is looking, you know, flabbergasted. You know, they've just been lapped a few times, and they're like, "What? What? Stop being
1: mean! You know, that's not <laughs> yeah. going to do it. No, it's not." And I'm and I honestly, the more and more that uh, we drill into this, the more and more that we talk about it, the more and more I get pissed off. I feel it. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll thank our, our sponsors, Mocha Joe's Coffee and Serious Natural Remedies, and when we come back. Uh, what does it mean for Kavanaugh if the blue tsunami hits? Ooh, I have a great question for you. Let's, let's do that on the return, shall we? We'll be back Aww. right after this. This is the earspoon with Fish and Steve.
0: Ooh, wow. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington.
1: One of our favorite things to do While we're doing the podcast, Mm -hmm. drink Mocha Joe's coffee. We really need to get a sound effects library, <laughs> all right? But that was inadequate. But it was real. It was real, authentic. And, and Mocha Joe's uh, has started here in our little hamlet of Brattleboro, Vermont, in yes. the late '80s, and yes. has boomed. And they uh, they do all kinds of great uh, products and have swag. And go to their website, mochajoes.com, Order coffee by the pound, uh, and we uh, we eat it by the pound here. We do. I don't. I prefer just to eat the beans straight. Straight. No, crunchy a little, crunchy, a little bit. One of my favorite things about Mocha Joe's is mm-hmm. the fact that they support the, the farmer. Yeah, you know they really do. They have the fair trade coffees that they they go after all the time. They're constantly uh, traveling around and yeah. And I got to say that I mean that's one of the first places I ever heard of the term fair
0: trade when I first got here twenty years ago. They were talking about this well before I think a lot of other people. And certainly, it's now quite a thing. But being hip to how you supply your people and your your customers and caring at all and. Also, I mean, ultimately, wants to be a good economic choice, but they're just—it's the rightest thing to do, and 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 farmers get kind of screwed, and Mocha, Mocha Joe's makes sure that they don't. That's right,
1: and it's one of the reasons why uh, we just love having them as part of the podcast, and uh, hope to have them for years to come. Amen. So go check it out, mochajoes.com If you live uh, here locally, of course, you just stop down at the little cafe. <sighs> That's one of the
0: coolest shops in town. Definitely is.
1: This is Earspoon. You're home for the stuff you're thinking anyway. Hey, everybody. This is Fish. This is Steve. And uh, we want to remind you that you can uh, download this here podcast wherever you get your podcasts, uh, the iTunes store, or uh, our preferred method known as TheEarspoon.com. That's... I get mine at a convenience store nearby. <laughs> I do. Right when I buy my pack of smokes, I yep. uh, take a pack of smokes and episode seventeen of the years. <laughs> <That's> please, <right. laughs> all right. we're all sold out. Trying to get, trying to get <laughs> caught up. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find out if Ruth Bader Ginsburg gets uh, nominated or not.
0: Oh my! Yeah. Oh
1: nice! <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, nice. A, that's how up to date we are. All right. So um, before we uh, break and thanked uh, series natural. Remedies and uh, Mocha Joes. We talked about what a blue tsunami, uh, the the, the push, the urge, the the splurge, whatever they're calling it, every nickname you can to get anything that uh, might vote Democratic in uh, next month's election to Mm -hmm. do so. Uh, What that looks like if everybody actually falls in line and does that. Now, right now, we are pissed off. And I think that there are you know, I, I, here, here's the part I struggle with. When I think of a, a pissed-off Democrat, I think of somebody who's just going to vote anyway. How, ma- how much did this Kavanaugh appointment piss off people who wouldn't normally vote? Um, mm. uh, I mean, how many people have you worked— since this has happened, and I can tell you, my my, I'm one. I'm, mm-hmm. I might be responsible for one person uh, going to vote so far. So have I effectively been doing the? I job I know of
0: one that I that I is registered now to vote for the first time as yeah, of 30 is, year,
1: is so. that the one from a while back? Yeah, though? yeah, not yeah. recently. No, no. I'm, I'm so I'm just talking about from from the uh, time that he was basically given the nod and got confirmed after heart-wrenching t- testimony on behalf of Dr. Ford. Mm-hmm. You know that, that we can listen to that testimony. And do that. That Jeff Flake, uh, Susan Collins, and Joe Manchin can listen to that testimony and just basically say, meh, mm, fuck meh. your feelings. <laughs> you Kinda, know what? Yeah. We need us, uh, uh, another drunk ass uh, fucking frat boy in there uh, for the next 30 years.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: you, um, I wanted to banter around two things. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things we talked about. Um, while we were at the break, mm-hmm. which is basically us just stopping the hard drive for a minute and getting yeah. a drink of water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we won't give away all of our secrets here. Well, I changed my outfit. It's, it's true. It's true. Yeah. He turned his Ireland shirt inside out. <laughs> um, so here's the deal um, um, there's this whole Mueller investigation thing going on still. Mm. So if it turns out that uh, Donald Trump did indeed collude and there's uh, hard evidence and they, he's found. Guilty in a court of law, or however they do that, mm-hmm. uh, do all of his appointments get overturned? That 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 that's a. Now, b to that, and and is, have we ever impeached, a Supreme Court justice? Oh, that's a good
0: question. I don't know. I don't know. It Would be way back. Not in, certainly not in the twentieth century.
1: Right. But. So my question is this. So all right, let's drill into the first question we asked. Now, mm-hmm. if if Mueller basically says no, look at this, look at this, look at this. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, he, uh, uh, Donald J. Trump, had colluded with Russia uh, and right. he he created havoc um, and 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 basically stole this election.
0: Yeah, it's a false assent to power. And if mm-hmm. anything, anything that should follow from that should basically, technically and logically, be rescinded and and, uh, and annulled. In other words, if you've criminally acquired the White House, so to speak, mm-hmm. and that's been proven in a court of law, uh, charges brought, indictments, criminal activity, then you're an illegitimate president. And if that's the case, Gorsuch is gone, <laughs> You know, Kavanaugh yeah. is gone, right. all the federal judges that they're polluting the, the judiciary with – gone and you know we'd have to look it'd be you know certainly outside the box experience for the country but we'd have to look at that and say if this is an an illegal presidency can anything that's been signed by this man be considered legitimate it's a it's an interesting question somebody smarter than us has the answer and i really would love to get an answer and i'm really surprised we're not hearing this conversation very often if at all
1: yeah, you know, I I think because and you you pointed out we're just more interested as a culture in the salacious details, kind of. It's not sad the to actual say. details, yeah. not the things they're saying. But you said it was black, and it's indeed green. Right. You know. So what is that? What did, the other thing I heard uh, McConnell say was he was going back and forth with somebody? I think it was on CNN um, that uh, basically. His accounting of the history was different from McConnell's accounting from the history. I saw so that we'll clip. just take Mitch uh, McConnell's word for it. Yeah, is, right. that, is that what we're <laughs> so supposed there you go. to do? So it just, just – Because drew... he's, he's, he's so
0: devoted to the truth.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God.
0: Like, and here's, here's what I come to each time. And you and I know and watch politics a lot. But I'm still more fascinated by the human psyche that says Mitch McConnell is a believable person that says Donald Trump is a believable person, that says Paul Ryan, all these people, how do people not detect the bullshit? I don't know. No matter how, what, where you are on the continuum, philosophically, conservative, liberal, in-between, how do people say, like, this man is telling me the truth? It's like, you know, the classic, forgive me, used car salesman sort of cartoon. And like, when somebody goes, hey, I bet I got something for you, and that's just for you, and I like you. Yeah. Like, you'd run screaming. And so when you see these people present, and they say that they, they defend the worst
1: behaviors in the world, and people go, well, I find that pretty, pretty uh, persuasive. That is, yeah, you know, I mean, he made some good points there about just— Gah basically saying that the actual history books have been wrong all this time. I mean, who knew? Right. Exactly right. Yeah. So
0: in the midst of all this, and then you have a judicial nominee to the highest court in the land for life, Yeah. you know, potentially and rumored to be the guy that's going to potentially undo Roe versus Wade.
1: He, oh, but Susan Collins doesn't uh, think that he will.
0: No, she, she's, yeah, that's a very reassuring. But he melts down, He and he melts down and strikes out in a partisan way and then writes an op-ed saying, like, oh, I kind of lost it there, but please do trust my judicial temperament and the, and people on the right go yeah him no matter what him no matter what him no matter what no matter right. what they don't just go Maybe we can do better than this guy. I mean, there's plenty of conservative
1: people. Why this guy? in particular? Yeah. Why this guy? Can you we? Know? Can we find anybody else a little less rapey?
0: But the, exactly. But then, but they don't do that. They dig in. and They say our team will crush your team. Right. It's just like
1: team sports. That's it. We can't. If we back down now, we'll be backing down for the rest of right. our lives. Exactly. Because you know? we got to own the libs. Right. We just that's it. it you know, win at all costs. It's melt the snowflakes. I'm telling you, it's psychiatric. No, it is. It's, you've said it before, uh, again and again and again and again and again, and I've used the term too. We you're constantly reliving and reinventing some sort of a psychiatric episode. Yeah. And it feels to me like,
0: the, the especially coming back from a week in Ireland, not that everything's, you know, bliss and milk and honey there, but uh, it's pretty damn lovely. And people are pretty at ease. And the level of insanity, I mean, collective insanity in this country is absolutely shocking to me. It was before I
1: left, but it's more so now in context. You know, when you look at it, and let's just for, spend about a minute talking about what um, you know, a different culture. Uh, I know in Scotland and and, and all over. I, I don't know about. I can't speak to England, mm-hmm. but Ireland, where the people just seem to have a little bit more of a relaxed approach. Well, they've been you around know? a long time. They have. Been. <laughs> they've they seen have a been. lot of winters. A lot of the reason you and I are standing here are because of people that lived there first.
0: Oh my, yeah. I'm, I'm my family presumably comes from. Although I couldn't research it, Cor- uh, County Cork and uh, County uh, Galway. Oh uh, yeah, all in the west. So you know, the, and it's hard to tell, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, I'm I'm a direct, not direct, but I'm a
1: multi-generation descendant of Ellis Island people and, mm-hmm. and from Ireland. Yeah, Isla, three quarters as, as am I. Yeah, I so. mean, most of us are. Yeah. Uh, but you know, this whole relaxed approach to how angry we all are. I mean, you, can, you don't even have to leave this continent. You can just go to Canada. <laughs> I mean, there's a classic. Uh, there, there's a classic YouTube video which is which is so freaking polite. In this, <laughs> in this in this completely crazy set of circumstances where, you know, like one guy cut the other guy off. The motorcycle it, guy. The motorcycle guy, yeah, yeah. right? And he's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Eh? Are you are okay? You okay? <laughs> no, don't worry about me. Are you okay? No, are you okay? You know, and there's that whole, I'm telling you, you know, that this is, it is possible just not to pull a gun and just gun people down just because you feel as though in that yeah. moment you're justified in doing that
0: forgive another ireland reference but i'm telling you if americans <laughs> drove down <laughs> take three more yeah. <laughs> three <Yeah>. more podcasts <laughs> before you stop saying i know that. It, well maybe uh, but if, if americans were driving down the roads if that well, those were american roads i mean the roads are about an inch wider than the car so sometimes it's only room for one to go at a time and never anywhere did anyone get mad Never anywhere. Right. You know, he had to squeeze by, don't hit the mirror, sort of in you know, really rural spots. And it was amazing to me that Americans have these big wide roads yeah. and all this room and these monster sized cars and they're furious all the time. Yes, you know, they I'm generalizing, are. but like, no, no, no. You're I can't right imagine I mean. Americans in that circumstance. They lose their frickin' minds, you know, but something is different there that is a little less, more than a little less reactive and a little bit. And here's what I heard at the end of every conversation no worries. No worries, no worries. Right. I always thought that was a hippie thing, but yeah. like that's a thing. People are trying to say, it's all good. We've been here for centuries.
1: Yeah. It's all gonna work. We'll out. continue. And if we continue to behave, we'll be here for more centuries. <laughs> we'll so i you know, I don't know, but here right now, so we're staring at this this interesting thing. Well are people outraged enough to step into the uh, voters booth more more um, in, you know, voting in a blue fashion than anything else mm. and overtake the house and overtake the Senate, or, 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 or at least the House. Yeah, yeah, at least the House. I know the Senate's kind of a long shot. But if we're able to do that, are we mad enough to do that? And then let's say that we are mad enough to do that, and that that actually happens. And again, I've said over and over a million times and a million times more I have left to say it. I'm out of the prediction business. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't have the faith in humanity I once had. Hmm. I mean, there are shocks of, of things that make me go, you know what? That was good. I'm mm-hmm. glad I was there to witness that but sure. that's just few and far between right now. Do we and can we actually impeach the likes of uh, of uh Brett Kavanaugh? Uh technically the answer is yes, most
0: definitely. Uh the question is always and in the flavor of of the times now is is the spirit for it there and will there be obfuscation and will there be, you know, the I mean, look—we've just seen the Supreme nominations for two Supreme Court be entirely subverted. The last three nominations, and the one that didn't happen under Obama. So, rule of law, basic trust, uh, basic—you know, what's the word I want? You know, like equity or some sense of like Mm -hmm. we're trying to work this out for the for the all concerned. Is basically we are in the in the, the the battering ram version of. American uh, politic and whoever beats the crap out of the other person gets to decide the rules and that's Fascism. And right. this is where we are now. I don't know if we can if the country could tolerate or even can handle the nuance of the idea of impeaching a sitting Supreme Court justice.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean who knows, right? It's just gonna be the angry, obstructing liberals, once again, right. uh obstructing and being angry. Right. And how violent we are and all uh, this. Yeah. When when actually uh, once again, uh Joe Manchin, Susan Collins, and Jeff Flake have basically been the uh the mater D, the waiter and the bus boy mm-hmm. who've just fed the entire country a great big fat fucking turd sandwich yeah kind of yeah
0: yeah and i and for those who know have known uh susan collins for for a while um this is a woman who has really no problem saying two things two opposite things at once uh so I, in some ways there was a part of me wishing and hoping that we'd get that oh my god the me too the a woman standing up for women like before she had this announcement. And but the, the whole time, was, most of me was saying like that would be so out of character. But
1: let's go for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to believe it. Just, I want to believe that she could do <laughs> it. But you know what? No, I mean, she once couldn't. again, once again, this entire thing has uh, left me expecting very little and has not disappointed. Right?
0: <laughs> it's probably a good operating system. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's close it out there, and uh, I'm sure we'll have something fresh and new to talk about next week. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. It's semi-good to be back. <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice. A fucking liar. Thank
0: God I came back to Vermont. <laughs> hey, yeah. you know, it's like <laughs> Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, All right. I- I've been Fish. I've been Steve. Remember, go to theearspoon.com and uh, get yourself up to date because uh, we got some stuff we talk about here.
0: Yeah. And please do check out Mocha Joe's uh, website, mochajoes.com, and Series Natural Remedies as well. They're off- awfully nice people doing really great things for our community and the world. Cannabinoid wow. Cannabidiol Cannabidiol We're going to have to keep working on that
1: Yeah Time to flee Talk to you next week Bye More at theearspoon.com